Today's show is sponsored, of course, by CuffLinks.com, our presenting sponsor for a year now on DVR Podcast Network. November 15th to the 17th, it's a free shipping weekend. Use code FREESHIP. And all month long, it's Disney Plus. 20% off Star Wars, Disney, Marvel. But go to CuffLinks.com slash DVR today and check out all their awesome Disney products. They've got ties, CuffLinks, socks, Anything you need, go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Welcome back to Daily DVR Does Watchmen. My name is Axel, and of course, my co-host today is Aaron Otto. Every Wednesday he's here. Friday is Roberto. Today we're going to be giving you our theories and analysis of Watchmen Season 1, Episode 4, entitled, if you don't like my story, write your own, written by Crystal Henry and our showrunner and series creator, Damon Lindelof. You can send us feedback at dvrpodcast at gmail.com, and I'm running a contest. Email us, put giveaway in the subject line, and you'll be entered to win a Marvel, Star Wars, or Disney prize from cufflinks.com, our amazing sponsor. Also, check us out at dvrpodcast.com. We got other uh, podcasts. I just dropped episode 10 of Mindhunter. But today we're talking West, West, I almost said Westworld, Watchmen. Let's get into it. How you doing, eh, Hustler? Doing great, man. Uh, ready to talk about Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, well you know what, man? man? Yeah, HBO's got... I'm just glad that Game of Thrones wasn't called like War of Thrones or something. All these W's are getting me confused. But before we start, I did forget something, which is I wanted to give a shout out to Howard, who emailed me this week. Howard found us on True Detective, then followed us with podcast Winterfell. I'm so glad you're with us, Howard. You rock, buddy. He gave us an iTunes review. Ducksman, Joe Bear, Heath, Al Shalant, who said that those bodies are being used for the spacesuit. He was right. Tragically dramatic, enjoying enjoyable, net tech fan, gadgets, Andy, Tim, John, Bill, and Yup Okay. Thank you. Oh, and Hustler gave us a review. Thanks for the Apple podcast reviews. Give us more. It helps us rise. We're doing great. We got listed in the top 200 this week, and I want to thank everyone for that. We're just a little network here. I'm a dude, and Aaron's a dude. We're just doing it. So let's talk about watching now. All right. What an episode. What are your first thoughts on this, buddy? Um. We, well, we got another couple of layers to the the puzzle or the cake or whatever you want to call it but um the mystery um and i'm all in on the mystery and trying to figure it out and looking at the, all the little clues unfortunately i wasn't able to have as much time to do that before today's episode um but i am definitely looking forward to delving in a little bit um more later and definitely gonna be listening to you and roberto as well yeah um but uh I, it, it was it was great. I mean, finding out about Lady True and just uh, finding out the next layer with uh, Ozymandias, Adrian Veet. Um, wow, it just kind of uh, kind of blew my mind with all the possibilities where this could go now. Yeah, let's start off with that first scene. How do I mean? For me, that was just heartbreaking. And the but the mix the way again, Damon. This is what we've always said. You know, like if you want that sci-fi crazy stuff. And the real moral aspects of it. I feel like he should write an episode of Black Mirror. That was like an episode of Black Mirror, that opening. What I mean, True. what kind of a question is, you have like, you've got 30 seconds to decide, or we're going to give the baby that we should have never made 
and we made probably illegally a whale. It, I, I know mean, she joked about killing it, <laughs> destroying yeah. it, or whatever. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I, yeah, that first scene was uh, crazy. I mean, I, I loved how it opened. It reminded me of the episode um, in season two of the leftovers when the preacher was kind of taking care of his wife and they were playing, um, let love, let your love flow, you know, by the, uh, um, the Bellamy brothers. Let your love flow. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's that. Yeah. Definitely don't sing that, but, um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm just playing. You have a better voice than me. So, oh, so I loved how this show, this started off with Kenny Rogers, um, you know, just showing this couple living their monotonous life, seemingly kind of boring without a spark, the way that it was shown. And then right, you know, as we're getting to the end of the day and they're in bed and then boom, uh, you know, uh, the doorbell rings, right. Or I forget what exactly what happened. Yeah, but it then was, the crew yeah. shows up at the door. And then, like you said, within gives him three minutes to make a decision about um, which she spends most of the time telling him how she got to it, uh, a baby, giving them a baby, is which is the one I think basically she, she figured out based on their profile um, what, you know, what could actually get them to sell their land, especially being that it was family land. And she capitalized on um, the, their weakness. And used it against them, but also for her. I mean, for actually for both of them, but we know it's just for her own ends. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's altruistic or anything. Um, I've seen, you know, no signs of that so far. Um, so I just, it was, uh, it was really, you know, it, it was really messed up that, you know, within that three minute time, they had to make up their mind and sign this contract and take the, you know, the baby was given to them. Um, you know, her daughter gave her the baby. And then at the end of the three minutes, boom, something hits, uh, hits the farm outside, uh, you know, some uh, meteorite or some, some object lands in the, in the field. So she obviously timed it. You know, yeah. this was timed and she knew this was going to happen. So we'll get into that later. But this is just so fascinating and just like kind of blew my mind when it was happening. Yeah. I, yeah. This, so I, first, I have to just mention again the song. I love that song, man. Islands in the Stream, man. That is yeah. what we are. Sail away. Come on, sing, man. Oh Solo God. would sing with me. Solo, I'm singing with you. I can hear Heath singing. Oh, man. We rely it, yeah. on each other. Oh. Yeah, oh, man. I sing that song all the time. And, of course, I kind of have grown up like my father to look like Kenny Rogers. So I'm sure <laughs> do, I, actually, a little bit I know, dude, better I, I'm, Rogers, I'm, I'm yeah. like Santa Claus at this point, bro. The beard's getting long. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm liking it. Hey, I live in Portland. I have to have a beard. It's necessary. It's legal. Um, it is. but yeah, that was that the whole timing of it and the way that she acted was so vite like, right. That's what it just, yeah. it made me feel I mean, The Watchmen is a story about a guy who concocts this whole plan to kill 3 million people in order to stop a world war. It's the old, uh, what is that called? The old train switch dilemma. You know, mm-hmm. do, you, do you switch it to save more people, the greater good? I remember in my Catholic high school, we, had, we did that for like a year. All we did was ethical puzzles and talk about them in different ways. And I find this stuff to be fascinating. Um, But yeah, it says, so I don't know. I don't, you know, on the IR um, hacks was saying, you know, she's a bad guy, kind of like setting her up like that. Other people, I just, I, 
this 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 world isn't like that to me. Uh-huh. So I just see her, I see the manipulation, but it's almost w- without knowing if these means will justify the ends, which they never do. And that's kind of a lesson of Watchmen too. I want to reserve judgment on who or what she is because I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I, I saw some theory. Somebody said that the statue Vite is actually trapped in that statue. Hmm, I, I okay. was, I had these That's theories funny. like she is Vite in some way, a clone or him trying to come up through her consciousness is what we're seeing. Um, wow, I love it. The crazy theories that get like lost. I love yeah, it. But there's such like, she is acting like a, he, when we go to his scenes, he's throwing the baby. She's throwing a baby. <laughs> there's such, they're mirror images of each other. Now I did want to note that on Twitter, Alan Seppenwall confirmed, I guess he said he spoke to reliable sources, which probably either means Damon Lindelof or Jeff Jensen, um, that the crash and the purchase of the farm took place on the night of Judd's funeral. Okay. So that is a okay. present. Cause there was some question that some people thought that was a flashback. And then she built the town there. Or that's where she built the millennium clock. Or No, but they mentioned all that. That's when that yeah, takes I felt, place. That's yeah, what I, I thought, thought. All those thought. events were like pretty incongruous. Um, you know, they didn't all take place like, you know, uh, yes. you know, successively. So, yeah, but around the same time. Jumping around a little bit. Yeah, but they're all in the same time frame pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was crazy. Do you want to talk a little bit more about her? I mean, you know the theory that I laid out. We might as well get it out of the way. What did you think of that? What do you think about the theory I had with Hacks about her daughter experiencing past ancestors, like her ancestors' experiences or her mother's ex- Like some people are saying, no, that was just a clone of her. She was remembering her own memories. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think uh, that you definitely had some. Uh, go ahead. Were you going to add something else? No, no. I was just saying maybe I'm off base with it. I tend to kind of go off on the theories, but I feel like. No, there's something to it. Yeah, okay. there's definitely like I feel like since we know that Lady True is into genetic and bioengineering, um, that she could be. The, I mean, we see an IV next to her, right? And that um, when she wakes up from the nightmare. So she's clearly hooked up to an IV. Um, it, you know, it, you, it could be some kind of chemical that's helping her. Uh, I mean, she could be bioengineered herself, and or this chemical is kind of triggering something. I don't know, or or changing her DNA. You know, where it, to the point where she is. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't know how you would say it. Like sh- she's able to, maybe maybe it's her mother's partially her mother's DNA. Um, that she's able to like transfuse her memories to her daughter mm-hmm. through this. That's in, that okay. It is. That's an that okay, Hustler. That's why I love talking about it with you. That is a good idea, right? That it would involve a missing a step there. That maybe yeah. that's what the pills are. Yeah, you know, it could be that, or the pills could be completely separate. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely because we're bioengenetic engineering. I th- I definitely think it's like she's implanting. Or helping her uh, get a memory that she yeah. had, because when she tells her the nightmare 
um, you know, you see a look of recognition in Lady True's face. That's like I, I, I hang on their facial expressions and what they show more than necessarily the words even sometimes in the show. And I think that when Lady True's face, she's like, yeah, that happened because that was me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what the feeling I got. And if you think about the timelines, you know, Lady True seems like she's probably in her 40s. Um, you know, and it would, it would make sense that she could be one of those kids being led from the village, you know, during Vietnam. And so I also had some other, you know, ideas about her, um, that I was kind of, I guess we can kind of jump around a little bit, but I thought that Lady True could also be, um, that this whole thing, and I, you know, I'm probably going off, going off tangent here, that this whole thing could be some kind of revenge thing for what happened in Vietnam. Because mm. why would she give her that memory? Why would it be a nightmare? And why would it, you know, it, it's just I'm trying to figure out what the purpose and the motivations are here. Like you bring up a good one about Veet. Like maybe there's something going on with him that, you know, she's still kind of in cohorts with him. We haven't really talked about that yet, but maybe, you know, yeah. there is some larger thing here, but it could be her personal thing is like getting retribution, you know, retribution for that or revenge. Yeah. yeah. And that could include revenge on Dr. Manhattan, the comedian, too. Absolutely. Um, and, and it plays into the idea that we have here of reparations that's presented in the show, the themes of racial yes. um, massacres, right? Which in many senses, I mean, the Vietnamese, man, I had an amazing class at Rutgers where we did a year on the war in Vietnam. And the first part of the year was taught by a professor who taught it from the perspective of the Vietnamese people, not specifically the Viet Cong, but just the Vietnamese people. And, but went more into the Viet Cong too. when we learned all about their hierarchy and battles and stuff and methodologies. And then the second part, and also we went through like the different invasions that Vietnam went through previously. Then we went, the second part uh, semester was the American experience in Vietnam and post Vietnam as well, and how it affected American foreign policy. I have always thought, and I know you and I have talked about how central Vietnam is to even what we're experiencing today and not only our culture but the military industrial complex and how it's grown and for the show to dive into something like that i think makes perfect sense so when you said that and roberto had texted me about that too like revenge and i'd seen somewhere else that's really interesting to me i had i hadn't thought about that because i'm thinking more about the just the, <laughs> the, the sci-fi stuff yeah crazy. yeah but, absolutely but that is so that is so present um, and would be really interesting because you think that not only did Dr. Manhattan, a comedian, massacre huge amounts of people, more so that happened in our timeline in Vietnam, it seems, um, they, uh, it became a state. They culturally and socially and politically was completely taken over by America. Yeah. So that's – that's that's a whole nother ball game, you know? Yeah, so then it's like, how does Will play into this too? Is it because of the Tulsa massacre and like what happened to his people? Or is there some, like, what is his motivation? Do you have any ideas about that? Yeah, I mean, I'm still connected to the idea that he was hooded justice 
or yeah, the first so. hooded justice or like maybe the first real watchmen were all African American and it was a reaction to racial injustices in America. Um, but as far as now being included with lady true to me, that shows again, more of a connection that she'd that instead of being a person who just purchased Vite's company, that she's working with him. Yes. You know, because like he has that connection to the original Watchmen, So it'd be something like, you know, I don't know. Are they trying to make things right now? I don't yeah. know. You know, yeah. we, we have talked a little bit about how, you know, why he had to go into seclusion, right? It wasn't because people figured out his, what he did. It was because of his company going under and his plans for this new world not working out. And then what do we have her saying? The new, the first step in the new millennia, right? The new world. So yeah. she's kind of selling the same thing he was selling. Yep. Yeah, so do you think – I mean, we can go off on that tangent. Um, do you think that Lady True and Adrian Veed are working together? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, like, I'm in so far – I mean, I think they might be the same I, – I wouldn't be surprised that they're the same person. They're working together. Um, Hacks had the idea that that meteor or whatever that fell out of the sky was Vite. Sure. Sure, that makes some sense. Um so I guess who would be the one that would actually be able to capture um, Adrian Veet and where is he? Like, Gosh, so I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I think he's definitely somewhere that's close to outer space. He could be in orbit yeah, in some kind of bubble or ship. He could be on the moon. There is, you know, an illusion, I think, through when we're looking through the telescope. Uh, you know, it went from, you know, when he launched one of the bodies and uh, one of the uh, servants in the, you know, space, I guess. He had uh, was looking through his looking glass and he saw the moon. Um, or it could be Mars, right? I mean, uh, or it could it, uh, maybe something else could be underwater, but it doesn't make sense because if you look at the, uh, you know, when, it, when we saw the servant come back in the last episode, it was frozen, right? And it looked like he had... I mean, based on the symptoms, it looked like he had been in outer space. Yes. Right. That's what yep. we all thought. It was like mm -hmm. a spacesuit. So I think it's got to, he's definitely probably not on earth, but where, I don't know. I, I'm starting to think that he might be on a ship in space. That's interesting. That's an interesting idea. I, I kind of like that. I mean, with Dr. Close. Manhattan, he could be. He could be floating in space on a flat island that we see like in old like yes covers. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he could you know, yeah. I, I mean that's what I imagine. The build up to Dr. Manhattan and this Vite story feel very close to me, right? Like you take the two characters that basically were responsible for everything in the first comic and remove them and isolate them. There has to be a connection. So the only person I could see that is imprisoning him is Dr. Manhattan or lady true. Oh, lady true. It can only right? be those two. Yeah, if they're not the working together, which is totally plausible that this is a revenge plot on her part. And she imprisoned fight and yeah. took over his company in a hostile takeover in order to enact revenge for what America did. And she knows that, 
he's responsible for keeping America afloat. Maybe she wanted World War III. Yes. You know, maybe she thought that it should happen. Yeah, I don't know. they have three days before the events, whatever events yeah. going to happen, right? What is that event? That I mean, I had theorized that that event could be like all of a sudden everyone gets these memories, but maybe it's going to be that she kills Dr. Manhattan or she summons him or, you know, something like yeah. that does something that causes him to come back. Um, maybe it has to do with the meteor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so my thoughts about Dr. Manhattan came to me really late today. I don't have like in-depth theory about it, but I definitely feel that he's, he's linked to this and it does seem like why would they need to have an impregnable almost fortress that's saying that can only, the only thing that couldn't withstand is a direct nuclear attack. It's just the only thing I can think of is unless they're about to blow some shit up or unless they're actually going to be, you know, fighting Dr. Manhattan or trying to do something to him. Yeah. And what are, what are these spaceships? And like, let's talk about what's in the millennial clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's that all about? That's what I'm thinking. Is it like a big, is it going to send a big signal out to Mars or is it going to, I mean, she is the one who controls oh. the Dr. Manhattan phone booths. Right. Maybe it's, but maybe, I think she took those over from Vite. Actually, when I, when I thought about that later and I thought about that connection, I was like, probably that was a Vite thing. The Dr. Manhattan phone booths. And she, I just had an idea. So oh, I remember when we were looking at the show and right after the meteor hit, we go, we go to a field and we just look at a blank field and then it turns into the city of Tulsa and the square like it just, it just kind of like, I don't know if you remember, but it just kind of like comes into focus. Like it just builds or whatever. Okay. And, um, so I'm starting to think maybe that layout with all the pillar, the blue pillars, maybe it's supposed to be some. Kind oh, of I do remember that. Yes. You're absolutely right. Aaron. I at first thought that those were cell towers, but then it melds into, um, the front of the museum. And yeah, the yes. kind of town center. I exactly yes. remember what you're talking about. That was an interesting shot. You're saying there's some kind of community. They're communicating something to us with that. Yeah. I think that what, what if that's some kind of way of summoning or like, maybe that'll be like his prison or something. I don't, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Cause like, they were blue just like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they figured out a way to entrap him. Oh, so. I like that. It did seem like a prison. You're right. Or a maze of some sort as well. Maybe so she's we'll, taken them both yeah. out. Maybe Lady True's plan is Vite and Dr. Manhattan, but it doesn't explain what the meteor is. Now, I oh, do. Oh, hold up. You uh, know what? You're Hold on. Oh, I want to build on that. So Will was a New York City cop, right? So maybe he does want to get back at Vite because of the fucking... Uh, the, the fucking, I mean, not the octopus, the squid. Oh, we don't know how Angela's parents died. Yeah. Right. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, a hustler. See, I like it when we spitball in it, baby. That's good. Yep. That is very That's good. It could be, it could be a connection to her parents or someone else in the family or his wife, even maybe the girl that he saved. Became yep. his wife and she died in, yeah. in oh and it's an it's a it's a revenge plot by both of yes. them. Yes. Yes. Interesting. 
This has got to be Dr. Manhattan. I yeah. like that. I like that. I just want to thank you all for downloading and listening. And I do want to tell you that you can help support us by going to patreon.com slash DVR. If you're a fan of our podcast, you can get everything we do on your own RSS feed. You put it right into your app and you get it. All the podcasts ad-free. You get old Lost Mythos Theorycast episode, the film list. Man, we got tons of special episodes that we're always doing and throwing on the uh, Patreon so help support us. Go to patreon.com slash DVR today and become a patron for as little as like, what, three bucks a month, and you'll get like seven podcasts a week. That's a pretty good deal. Go to patreon.com slash DVR today. Take a little break to remind you again about our presenting sponsor, cufflinks.com. And I want to take this break right now to thank cufflinks.com for a year of working with us, being our presenting sponsor of all our podcasts, Podcast Winterfell, Westworld Theorycast, Bachelor in Paradise, Mindhunter, Veronica Mars. Man, everything we do, cufflinks.com is a part of. They're a great family-owned company. They've grown. We've grown. They've supported us, and we want you to support them. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use all their awesome codes. They want you to save. And if you have any questions, you have an event coming up, cufflinks.com will help you out. Reach out. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code Disney plus all month long, 20% off. Do it. Go to cufflinks.com. Thank you, cufflinks. Now, the other the one thing I want to say about the meter, I, I still mention, I mentioned it briefly, and I, I heard someone else, I noticed this too. Is it possible that that's a red herring because it's linked to Vite with the catapult and the space guys? Because mm-hmm. we do have, um, we do have that field shot and there's nothing in the field. Okay. Just to say yeah. that. And then later when Angela goes and visits looking glass in his cool ass fallout shelter he is has pictures of a huge squid is it yeah. possible that that's what that was that it was a huge squid that hit there and she said that's mine and maybe she just wanted the squid maybe um as hacks had theorized vite is the one sending the squid and then i was talking about remember how in lost damon was obsessed with with um coordinates and points and yeah, testing sure. locations like they did to find the island widmore right yeah. yeah could it be that the squid are falling in weird places and not only does it work for the story but it's it's vite kind of testing he starts figuring out it's not it's where he sends the people like, yeah okay you know that's interesting and, and interesting. then Someone had said maybe do the I think did you say it on a phone call or was it DJ Tim Hines do the do does Phillips basically turn into a squid <laughs> like oh no no transforms no. into that because it's interdimensional wherever he is I don't know just a thought but that's interesting so yeah I don't so or it could just be something that she can use yeah 
I mean, uh, it could be a ruse. I just want to say that we don't know. Yeah, it seems like a big plot to buy the land just when it lands. It's like a back to the future type thing, right? Uh She knows it's going to land, blah, blah, which also shows maybe she has a sense of the future. How did she know it was going to land? Exactly. Yeah, so it's time because we know know about Damon Lindelof and time. We've talked about him in a few other episodes as well. It could be that she sent it or whatever, of course. We know that. But it could also be an indication of this plot. You know, it seemed rather sudden. Why show up there 10 minutes before, like you have three minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like That's true. That's true. You know, You're right you about that. Work it, You're right. If you have that much money and you have time, you could work a little yeah, better plot. Yeah, you would have figured it out beforehand. That. Exactly. Yeah. You could just okay. fucking kill them too. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry so to that's say. Good. It, that's good. We just worked that out. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. But yeah, the Dr. Manhattan, um, I feel like – because of this connection that we're going to get, I feel like Vite, Manhattan, Angela, Lord, like this whole story is going to come together at some point. Like, I don't think Vite's going to be introduced and then Dr. Manhattan's going to be, I feel like it's going to be like, boom, they're all there and it happens. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, the revenge thing. Wow. That does kind of work. Oh, you had noticed great eye on you hustler that that was Lady Veidt's daughter that picked up the newspapers in episode two. Yes. Yes. Good catch, baby. Oh, sir. Yep. Well, so why does she need all those uh, newspapers too? I don't know. I don't know. Keeping abreast of the sitch, man. Um, yeah. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, we covered a lot. Did you, what did you think of, um, I, I was particularly impressed with Cal this episode. Oh, yeah, I mean, you you mentioned in your IR uh, yeah. episode um, that you know about what he said um, when you know about when the kids asked him what happened to Jed, yeah, with the heaven or hell or you know heaven or whatever, and then he just told him no, it just came from nothing, and he's going to go to nothing. Um, we live, and you know when we die, there's nothing. Yeah, so the thing that's I, important I is that. what we do here. I think that's an important perspective to it is. be represented. It was interesting though when he said it to excuse me, when he said it to Angela, um, her she, she, Angela's reaction was kind of like mm, she seemed to maybe not think that. Yeah, she maybe didn't want them to. She wanted to lie. Like I saw, like they showed oh, okay. the juxtaposition of Cal and her. Like she was willing to tell Fibs to get what she wanted, whereas Cal was like he wasn't really willing to do that unless it had to be absolutely done, which it did with Angela. That. Okay, thank you. A great connection. You're right, because later on they talk about lying and how he didn't like lying to yeah. them. What What is that? What lie, that, okay, when you take that conversation and you have a conversation where two people talk about how important trust is, and yeah. also at the end, Will says this is going to separate her or somehow hurt her family. Yes. Whatever happens, yep. whatever truth yeah. comes out. Yep. So is Angela lying about something? Is Cal lying about something? Who's the one lying? Because if we see maybe that. Both. Yeah. Oh, maybe they both are. You're right. Yeah. What, what is this accident? That's yes. what I want to know. Yeah. What, maybe Do you have she, any thoughts about that? Um, I, I don't know. It seems to have made. They said they met in Vietnam. So did it take place in Vietnam? Did it have to do with her parents dying? Did they meet that young or was it sometime later? I can't remember if she said 
that they met later. I think she did, but I can't particularly yeah. remember that line of dialogue. Yeah, pretty sure. She yeah, made pretty reference sure to did. something that adult, like college, or I don't know, but um, maybe he was a cop too. I had the idea that they, he's a masked hero as well, but retired. Interesting. That That'd she comes cool. from a whole line. Everybody, her parents were massive. They, you know what I mean? Like there was. Well, a whole that would line make sense it. if they didn't show. Remember when Angela was being threatened by you know one of the uh, uh, one of the um, Rorschach, Rorschach. Oh, uh, on the guys. White Knight. Oh yeah. What happens yeah, if Cal jumps out and he's got a mask on and he's yep and busted his ass. That's where yeah. he was. Maybe when, that's why they didn't show it. Yeah. That's oh, that's a good one because he, he yeah he just disappears behind the couch. Exactly. Right? And then all of a sudden, she takes one out. It's long enough for him to have done something. So maybe he got into his outfit, and then they went out and started fighting back that night. You know? No. But no, no, that's not true because she woke up in the hospital. So, But maybe he did, though. Yeah, maybe he did. Yeah, true. Maybe he did. And maybe something else happened. Um, What did you think about the conversation between – Looking Glass and Angela, Angela seemed to be pretty convinced that Judd was a racist or at least going down that way where Looking Glass was like, these look pretty old. Maybe it was a a memento, his dad's. Yeah, but see, why would he have a bust of it in his closet and why would he be hiding it like that? Well, you know, that's that's sketchy, man. You know, it's on a bust. It is. It's sketchy, but it could for a man like Judd, for the little of what we saw of him and the presence that he had and the people who they established early that many people deeply trusted him, right? Maybe it was a way of remembering the wrongs that his ancestors had done and that his job was to make it right. Yeah, too many things seem seem to me like that was bullshit. Like, I I, I do think... I think I, like the way that Judd reacted when Angela woke up, like there's just so many like small true, little things, true. the song that he made her sing at the funeral. Um, I, I don't, I, I just saw some, uh, some weird indicators and why was he hung? And now we can talk about that. Um, uh, Will probably hung him, right? He was obviously able to walk and strong enough. And if he was for the justice, it could have been him. It could have been, you know, he could have had help from lady true and her, co- her cohorts. Um, but I definitely feel that he was involved now, whereas mm. before, you know, I was like, uh, was he just taking advantage of the situation that he know it was going to happen? Mm. So why would they kill him? Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm still the, 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 the Judd murder. I have less theories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every, okay. Because I still think like. It seems that his murder was not convenient to anyone, right? Like, besides straight up the Calvary. They did it, and then Will interceded in order to bring to light other things because he felt that the whole Calvary thing was whatever because of the what they're about to do. So perhaps – Unless – unless – he really was the leader of the Calvary and will knew that and decide to kill him. Yeah. True. That's totally true. That could, yeah, it could be, it could be that simple. And I'm, 
I'm making it too much. That's but probably not. That's probably yeah, not. Yeah, but I kind of <laughs> feel like I kind of feel like Judd is a good guy. And one of the reasons why I feel this way is I know that we're meeting Angela now. We should remember at a time when Judd died, and in the ep- and in two episodes two, three, and four, her state is one of utter confusion and questioning her own motives, her own and her own actions, right? And we see that in her interactions with other people, but yet it's her trust of Judd. Maybe I just love Regina King. That makes me think he was a good guy and she was right. I want to believe that. I kind of want to believe it because I want to believe that Angela is a good judge of character and she's our hero. And she didn't get duped by Judd. Judd, because I, I go back to the first episode when Judd made a big deal. Remember what a big deal was made out of he was the one who wanted to release the guns and go full out and do all this stuff. And he thought that Angela wouldn't want it. And he thought, and then Panda didn't want it. Remember, he was like, I know you don't want that. You, we yeah. shouldn't do this. Um, so it seems that it's like, he, it, it forced that issue um, and it caused the keen issue, which to me brought up truth, right? Like the, the, the whole thing, it's like it's making things happen. It's like erasing this status quo of wearing the masks and everything. And it just makes me feel like Judd caught on to the bad and thought that what he did was a mistake and he had to sacrifice. I'm just, I'm, I'm hooked on the thing that he sacrificed himself or he's not dead. I mean, let's not forget now that we know that will and lady true. Yeah. But now that we know that Lou, that will and lady true are, um, working together and will was with the body. It could be a clone. When when Judd gets out of the car and looks at that light, that light could be will and lady true. That's maddening. And they come up and talk to him and say, hey, this is what we're doing. And why? What's the advantage of that? I don't – the connection that I'm not getting, right? This is the connection I don't get to the – to how – to what Lady True and Will are doing, which seems to be Dr. Manhattan, Vite-sized craziness, technology, earth-shattering, and Mm -hmm. these racists – who are upset about refredations and social issues, which are of course important, but are, which just seem like, why would, why would they, why would lady true be want to be involved in any of that? Yeah. Except to take them down. Take advantage of it. And why Tulsa as well? Well, I mean, I think that's because it became the center of the lawsuit and the refredations, um, and because the of the massacre. Clock? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Why Tulsa for the millennium clock? Yeah. See, that's yeah. what's the, that's why I think that that whatever they're doing has to be about this stuff, you know, and, and that connection with the daughter, that's what connects it for me. Um, because well, otherwise I think lady true would just want to work with, uh, Angela and the cops to take out the freaking clan. So what we need is a timeline of all this shit. Like when did the white night happen? When did the millennial clock, when was that built? That was, that was what? Seven years before. Yeah. The white night was three years before. Okay. So the millennial clock was seven years before. It was already there. Yep. 
So now yeah, Tulsa now, had already now, become a center of this activity by then. That's so why the, the white night happened. Yeah. All the TikToks and all that stuff is, you know, it's making us look at the time and look, I think it's making us think about it too. Yeah. So then we also have to think about time with Adrian. Um, you know, like, so he's been there presumably based on the birthday candles of the cakes for Four uh, years. a few years. Four years. Four years. Yeah. So is it going to be seven years that we see him come back? So that's, oh, wow. So that's interesting. So maybe by the time of the seventh episode, we'll see him come back or something. You know what I mean? Not that it's like a straight line correlation, you know? But, oh, that's uh, interesting. For oh, because that was the concept, and then the fruition of the Millennium Clock. Yeah, Inter- that's an interesting cake. idea, Hustler. Maybe at the end of episode six. Yeah, we've seen the cake in every episode so far. So mm, I like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the whole thing with him—we didn't talk much about that, but the babies yeah. in the in yeah. the growing and um grow, and then yeah. putting them in a, uh, a. I thought it was like a kiln for pottery. Um, you know, and then they kind of them waking up and then him killing all of the other like Crookshanks a, and, uh, and Phillips in like a math, he's losing his mind, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or he just doesn't give a shit. I don't know if he's losing his mind. He's just like, he has a, you know, a, a straight focus and yeah, the way he killed him, you know, it seemed like, uh lack compassion and he just kind of left them there um yeah he's just complete disregard and uh for life and we've seen that already with uh you know what he did with new york yeah but that was yeah you're it's the ends justify the means thing right it's feeling greater than everything and and like just tossing those like they're still things but yeah it it shows his mindset so what is this place? I mean, he's he's in a bubble somewhere, presumably in outer space or another planet or the moon or something. Let's just say presumably, regardless, who can control him or keep him captive? And why would he agree? It seemed like he kind of agreed. No, he. That's who makes. Okay. Oh, I'm that's you the said giveaway. That. that is the giveaway. Now that you say it, that goes with Doctor Manhattan would only do something like that. Like he would only say the terms of your captivity or, you know, uh, he would give them terms about what he could do and what he couldn't do. It seems like that would be a Dr. Manhattan thing. So that, that being that we saw that shot at him, maybe that's just another clone. Maybe Dr. Manhattan has been experimenting, making life. Um, I, I don't know. And this is some kind of bubble that that's his. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, I'm that, just yeah, dude. going off on tangents. No, it totally, it, it makes sense. You're right. And that's an important part is that he said, I can't remember if he said, I was told this would be a paradise or I thought this would be a paradise. Yeah. I thought. Um, I mean, to me, we've only got three options, Dr. Manhattan, Lady Vite, or it's his own mind. Mm-hmm. Or, or some kind of thing that he created. And Dr. Manhattan is capable of creating interdimensional, uh, a place out of time and space. So it doesn't have to be Mars space. It could Absolutely. be, it could just exist. You know what I mean? It could be that this is a new universe and Vite, he's, he's, he told Vite basically, I'll let you create a universe, but then you have to have these kind of, um, uh, these rules that exist within it because we didn't see more of the game warden this episode. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, uh, (laughs) 
we could keep on going. <laughs> I know, we could. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to mention in this episode? Um, I, I would like to say that Will Reeves, uh, that he took the name Will Reeves. I did call that in the beginning, that he would, he, that he took it off that uh, the Marshall uh, in the movie he was watching. His name. Oh, what do you you mean he? Will oh, that's, Reeves. Oh, he did take his name. Like I remember, that's that I mentioned right that in the first because second. that wasn't yeah. actually his dad's name, right? Yes, yes. Good one. So, um, the other thing was Lube Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny that everybody's talking about Lube Man right now. I agree like, with Hacks. I think it's Petey. Okay, I think it's definitely Petey. It makes sense uh, that he shows up and he follows Angela around yeah. and um, he kind of just appears like when she goes back to the office uh, to talk to her, to yeah. talk to um, Gene Smart's character. Um, and uh, so, or, or the other possibility is he's some like part of some like underground cult or something. <laughs> or some like underground superheroes or mass yeah, heroes. You're, you're, it could be our entry point. We've seen other ones. Laurie took yeah. one out. Um, you know, so we we you know we see Red Scare Jenny Pirate Jenny. So I'd like to see Looking Glass. I'd like to see who are the other. Maybe they have little. Maybe they're not police. Or, Maybe these are vigilantes. Yeah. Oh know? no, that's what I think. I mean, if yeah. she didn't recognize him, he has to be. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, um, and maybe a new one. So she, you know, so that's kind of, maybe there's a group of them, you know, maybe they're watching what lady true's doing yeah. and maybe they're, you know, it could be another whole segment of the story. I like that helping out, right? Maybe yeah. lube man yeah. ends up lubing the situation and giving, <laughs> putting some grease in the works, making it a little bit easier for Angela, you know, <laughs> letting it letting slide into the facts. <laughs> Right. Oh, that's great. That's hey, it great. Could, um, it works. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have. I mean, yeah. we've hit, we've put on a lot of the main points. Definitely, brother. Yeah, great, man. I love it when we just spitball it. And I'll be back with Roberto on Friday. We'll dive in again. I'm sure he has a lot of crazy ideas. Uh, man, I'm doing like three hours on this show, and I honestly. I feel like every episode could go longer. <laughs> so much fun. Oh, we could have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot it's, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And, um, Hey, check out daily DVR. If you're subscribing to this podcast, we have a master feed daily DVR. You get all of the podcasts that we do. I release on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and today I did a special episode for, the launch of Disney Plus, and I, I did a little bit of a review of The Mandalorian and talked about the interface and the service in general, and uh, that was a lot of fun to do. Did you get that up and running yet? What, the uh, Disney, Disney Plus? Plus? Yeah. No, I haven't. I've been working all day. And yeah, man. I'm waiting for my email and my uh, from Verizon saying they're giving it to me. Oh, awesome. Cool. Well, enjoy that. Yeah, I signed up early for the... Uh, we have like a family, so I'll probably get one, but I'll just give it to the family, you know? And I just, yeah. I got that deal for like three years. So we're, Lachlan loves it already. He's actually in the next room watching it. But enough about that. Hustler, any final words? Oh, no, man. I'm, uh, I, I can't wait for the next episode. It's, we're almost halfway there, man. It's crazy. 
Yes. But, uh, yep. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, theory cast with Roberto later this week as well. Yeah, man. Roberto is bringing it. Uh, it's very fun. And um, you know what? In the next couple weeks, I wanted to say I am going to have a couple of guests uh, coming on the show for the IR this week, I'm having Brian Allen, who writes for 25yearslatersite.com, and he's been doing some really great theories and analysis for each episode. So Brian's going to come on the initial reaction on this Sunday, then the following Sunday for episode six, which is the last episode that was given to critics and is supposed to be a big episode, but hey, every episode's a big episode. Um, I'm going to be doing a live YouTube after show with Justin Thomas, who was my guest on the first initial reaction, and Hacks Dogma, who was my guest last week. We're bringing back uh, what is what is uh, uh, before the dust settles is what Justin calls it. So we'll be live on YouTube right after it, the um, show ends on the East Coast. So like what seven for me? It's going to be like seven o'clock o'clock or I guess 10 o'clock East Coast time live on the YouTube. I'll put a link up there on our Facebook site. And if we have one by Friday, I'll try to include it in the show notes, but you can go to DVR podcast or follow us on Twitter at DVR podcast or follow me at W Axel Foley or in our show notes, join our Facebook group and come out. That's going to be a lot of fun when we do a live show. And I have a feeling once we do one, we're probably going to do one for the finale too. So I'm leaving that open to do as well. So join us live. Justin is really good at looking in the chat and answering people's questions. We thank you for downloading and listening. Really appreciate it. Can't tell you how happy I am with the response we've gotten, especially when there's 4,000 Watchmen podcasts. It's really, really makes me feel good. And I appreciate all of you. Have a great evening, morning, or whatever it is, wherever you are. Peace. Peace.